0: Modeling Success is here to attack building brand awareness for brand ambassadors and all entrepreneurs. So if you are feeling stuck or simply looking to grow and scale your business, let's dive right in. This episode is brought to you by Talent Book. Talent Book Masterclass are courses to help brand ambassadors grow and scale in the industry. Teachings from a talent booking expert on how to get into the business, overcome obstacles that happen out in the field. As well as grow and scale in the industry. If you are looking to join the upper echelon of brand ambassadors, get selected over your competition and booked consistently, or learn how to reach the goal in the industry you are striving for, visit tbmasterclass.com, enter promo code Modeling Success for 35% off your certification now. You can join the upper echelon of brand ambassadors with TB Masterclass certification by visiting tbmasterclass.com and a promo code modeling success for 35% off and get certified today. Welcome back to Modeling Success. I am your host Ryan Donatelli and today we have the one and only Jody Sacco back with us today. Hello Jody. Hi friend Ryan. How are you? I'm great. I always love having you. So, thank you for joining us again. Um, I'm really excited to talk about today's topic, and we are going to dive in and knock it out. We are talking today about the nine pillars to elevate and scale your business. This can be any size business, this can be an entrepreneur side hustle that people like to say. This can be a full on massive million dollar business, any size. These are the nine pillars that you and I feel are absolutely necessary and mandatory to have to grow and scale your company. That's right. Any business owner who ever decides that they want to
1: go solo, uh, really they have uh, one goal in mind ultimately, and that's freedom. Uh, Freedom of choices, freedom of of time, freedom of money, and and no business owner that I know of ever starts a business just to be stuck in the same place, right? So we've identified the way to grow businesses are really hidden in these nine pillars. So we'd love to share those with you um, and, and go through each of them one at a time. I think that would be really valuable, right, Ryan?
0: Oh, absolutely. And with that being said, I think the most valuable piece is your foundation and how you start your business. Yes, Getting started on the right foot is crucial. So what do you feel is the ultimate business foundation and where, where to start? Mm, yes, this is really the core of your business. It's
1: the heartbeat. And uh, some of those elements that form that part of that pillar is uh, things like your mission, what is your mission statement? What is your vision? What are your points of culture, or in other words, the value proposition that you want to build this business around? And it's so important that you also include your purpose. You want to make sure that this business aligns with your personal goals, because imagine if you're growing this business And it's going off in in a different direction to where you actually see yourself and your life and your family in, in years to come. You want to make sure that the business is aligned with what you want to achieve personally. And so that really takes a lot of inward work right ryan where there's a lot of self-reflection there's that moment in time where you have to have that honest conversation with yourself and say where do i really want this business to go um and then to draw out um what are the rules of the game right so that is embedded embedded in that uh, vision the mission um that that's so important
0: Yes, and you can't get to where you're going if you don't know where you're going, right? So we all use maps. We all use, you know, any type of GPS system to get us to where we're going. So you have to identify what is the goal. Is this a lifestyle business? Is this build to sell? Like, what are we doing with this? Because otherwise it's a passion project. Totally, totally. And we're in business to make money. So let's dive in on how to do that. And I think first and foremost, uh, number two would have to be mindset. You have that, to have your mind, it is so critical when it comes to scaling your business and you have to believe in yourself. You have to believe in that vision you outlined and your ability to execute. You may not always know how you're going to get there, mm-hmm. right? But if you believe that you can and you believe that all you need are the tools, the learnings, the education, then you truly can achieve whatever it is you're setting out to do. So you have to have that desire to get there. But we all need to be willing to to take risks, embrace failure as part of the learning process and adapt and grow mindset and focus and learning and the innovation. And it's a continuous improvement. Yeah, that's right. And what does our great mentor say, right? The
1: most important sale is to sell ourselves, And that's part of that mindset practice each and every day is making sure that when you wake up each day, you are totally aligned with what you are passionate about, where you want to go, and that you are convinced that you can do it. despite whatever noise might come into your head, you just stand in in that
0: strength of knowing that that um, you have this bigger purpose. Well, and when you truly believe in yourself, I think that exudes you. Mm. I think you're so confident in yourself and your what you have to offer whether yeah. it be your service, whatever it is your business does, and you believe that it works and you know that it works, that exudes everyone. So it makes it a little bit easier to sell, I think, too. Oh, that's so true. And
1: that brings us on to the next point so beautifully, because how are you showing up every day is, is really so important uh, when it comes to your ability to communicate clearly to those that you want to, to come into your business as clients. So the next pillar is all things marketing and, and marketing without marketing, you are never going to have clients. It's really, really one of those, those, those areas that maybe, maybe you're a little bit scared of maybe social media, you don't want to put yourself out there. Maybe you have fear of judgment. Again, that comes back to Mindset, right? So you have to, when you go to market and you're looking to start generating leads, it's all going to come from within. But marketing is also about the way you can target a very specific audience with a very clear message. I always, I always describe marketing, the most successful marketing, Ryan, is um, when I'm reading an ad and I literally feel like the person is writing to me, like they have, have almost uh, virtually undressed me and exposed me because they know exactly what my problem is, but it's because they have known exactly who they target audiences. so you want to be able to speak to the problem you solve as a business entity and that comes across in your marketing
0: absolutely the message has to be clear and concise, but it all results back to the the mission right and the core values that you're operating off of so all of these things are so intertwined and so valuable in supporting one another so yeah I, Right. Fully on board with that.
1: And, and also having a very specific strategy when it comes to marketing, right, Ryan? So, like we have this, this um GPS, this roadmap that we design when we talk about what is the foundation of your business, you need to have the same thing for marketing. You can't just take a bunch of money and throw it against uh, you know, your marketing proverbial wall and hope that something sticks. Uh, if you have to have a very specific plan, you need to know data, marketing is math, right? It needs to, you need to track how many leads are coming in. How much money have I spent? Do I need to spend any money? Is this ad working? Is that ad not working? Turn the ad off, put more money here, right? So so there is strategy behind that. And I think we we so often see businesses fail because they just have no plan when it comes to that marketing.
0: Absolutely. And when you identify those analytics, that kind of brings us seamlessly to our next pillar, which is sales. And sales is the process of converting leads into paying customers. Mm. So you can identify even how much that lead actually costs you, right? And is there a better way? And then you can even start diving in even deeper, but keeping things um, just a little easier to understand for now is you need to develop the sales strategy that aligns with your marketing strategy and identify your ideal customer. You have to know who your avatar is. Sometimes your avatar changes from when you launch to who your actual buyer becomes. There may be this involvement of this um, you know, new customer that you didn't really think about in the beginning. And I always relate this back to White Claw because White Claw, I think, went out targeting a certain, you know, avatar and then ended up with this wide variety of buyers. And there's, you know, men snowmobiling in uh, Montana and Wyoming drinking White Claw. And I don't think White Claw came out of the gate thinking that snowmobilers and men doing, you know, extreme sports would be partaking in their product but back to the point is that your marketing strategy identifies your ideal customer mm-hmm. and understanding their pain points and then tailoring your sales pitch to address their needs like you said so that is your message in the marketing and the delivery so yes. creating a sales process that's efficient scalable and then something you can repeat is is where you need to be so that can be constantly retargeting and then off you know selling your other offers upgrading you know entertaining your client or customer a little longer and keeping them in your full ecosystem right yes and and sales as well
1: you know a lot of people don't realize the most successful sales organizations have sales scripts it might sound cheesy but sales scripts work and what we've also noticed is that so many people uh, miss out on actually converting those marketing leads into the sale because they don't ask for the sale they're scared to ask for the money. So that is definitely an area of sales that that we can expand on and, and talk about probably for an entire entire two-month course, if you think about it, right? And there's so much involved in that, uh, that we have learned through our own experience and courses and, and community that we're involved in, uh, that's
0: that the importance of sales. But that also relates back to the confidence, you know, from the beginning of what we discussed and all the elements that we've covered thus far, because all of that builds up to having the confidence and knowing the value that you're bringing to the table and that true value. But all of this relates kind of back to our next pillar, which is systems. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. If you don't have very specific systems and processes, then this business is never going to grow to that that big idea that you had in the beginning. So when it comes to sales, you want to have systems like scripts, for example. When it comes to capturing leads, you wanna have some kind of system that is capturing those. You wanna have processes that deal with what happens to the lead once it comes into your ecosystem. And the whole point of systems is that we know success, is based on repetitive actions that happen daily. That is what creates successful businesses and sets them apart from the ones that fail. Every single day, the same thing should be done because repetition causes confidence. Repetition causes uh, a level of competence and systems are not just there to uh, you know, look pretty and and have flashing lights. They really are there to serve a purpose. Um, and I always am a believer of you want to put as many systems in place as possible and humanize the exception of that system. So if there's a little place that that system can't perform that uh, a duty, that's where you put um, the actual. That's where you put the, the human right? You're going to put the human in the place as opposed to
0: the other way around. And that leads us to pillar number six, your people. Your people are your most valuable asset and you need to hire the right people and create a culture that fosters collaboration, innovation, and growth. So invest in your employees, the development of each individual. Everyone has different motivations um, behind and what makes them really grow and get them vested. So with some people, you know, it could be financial, other people, it's, you know, the um, credibility that you can give them. So everyone works a little differently and is motivated differently. But at the end of the day, you want to have your people be um, invested in you and the company and the vision and the development and provide them with opportunities for them to learn and grow. So creating a positive work environment that promotes employee uh, well-being and engagement, I think is key. Yep. And so then leadership
1: becomes pillar number seven that leads on perfectly after the people because people need leaders. Not everyone is born a leader. Not everybody enjoys being in the forefront. And it's so imperative to understand as a business owner, your role and responsibility As a leader, so often we see that business owners aren't comfortable in that role, uh, mainly because the difference between a leader and a manager uh, is, is very, very different. You want to, as a leader, be growing other managers, be growing other leaders. And when you're holding on to your business and you have that mindset of no one else can do it as well as I do it you will never be able to truly scale your business. So this is really an area where we work together with leaders to impart skills that allow them to break free from that limiting belief and allow them to delegate, not to micromanage, but to lead through example. So if you are insisting that your team members are following systems and processes, that they have routines in their day, you as a leader need to be doing that as well. If you believe in that philosophy of healthy food in the work environment, you better not be walking into the office with a bag of McDonald's in your hand, right? Right.
0: Even though you might want to, but still, (laughs) we have to eat, sleep and breathe our own words, you know? And I think the, the main... Element that supports that is your community, the the support that you get from others. It is so lonely to be a business owner unless you're surrounding yourself with like minded people. So, if you are around other people that are trying to also be great leaders, that will become infectious. It's a support system for you, and it's everything you need Mm. to have, I think, in your wheelhouse that's going to drive you personally and make you a better leader as well. Yeah, totally. And communication is another
1: key component of that leadership that one can develop those skills in a supportive leader-based environment. How are you communicating the vision of that business? How are you communicating accountability and roles and responsibilities? And, and that's something that, that can be learned. So don't worry if you don't feel like you're a good leader. We have amazing tools and, and opportunities to help you grow with that.
0: Well, and some people are um, great leaders and don't even know it, right? Um, They have the ability, they're out there doing it inherently. They just don't know, you know, what to do or how to do things from here. They don't know how to maybe step up to the podium and lead others in that same way. And a lot of that is just delivery and a little education. So it can go a long way. Um, And I want to say our next pillar number eight is scale, Mm. Scaling your business requires a plan. Once again, you can't get to where you're going if you, you don't know where you're going. So you have to have a plan. You need to identify the resources that you need to grow. That includes capital, talent, which is your people and technology. We have so many free resources right now that are unbelievable in tech. And you can lean on a lot of that. So it doesn't require additional heavy overhead. You need to be able to develop and growth strategy that aligns with your business goals. And you can consider partnerships. Collaboration is the new currency. And all of that can help you achieve your objectives. So regularly reviewing your progress and adjusting your strategy as needed is what you have to do in to get to that scale goal.
1: Yeah, and and some of the best success we've seen is when business owners reach that point when they're ready to scale, they align with some kind of coaching organization or some kind of mentorship program because it it is scary to get to that point and go from a business that is at 3 million, suddenly you're sitting at a 10 million business and you think, holy smoke, look at all these new problems I have like, what do I do now? And a lot of those imposter syndromes might come, uh, you know, seeping in and really prevent you from getting to a business that is a platform business of 125 million. And it's possible, the evidence is out there in the real world that it is possible for any business to achieve that. But Often at this point in the business, you need to align with some kind of really, really strong leadership, mentorship, coaching, or a consultant to make sure that you have the support you need as the business owner.
0: Well, you have your business breakpoints too, right? So right. the key yeah. to this scaling trick is your systems and your people. Because 3 million to 6 million, as long as your systems and people are in play, you're just, who's got my money? That's what our, that's what our body says, right? Who's got yeah. our money? So exactly. um, that's the way to go. And that takes us to pillar number nine, which yes. is the next level. That is the next level. And uh, this just really circles
1: back to what we said in the beginning. Why do, do business owners even decide to start the business that they start? It's because at the end of the day, they want to have freedom, freedom of all those choices we spoke about. And so Killer number nine is all about your exit or your next level. So what does that business look like when it's profitable? It's a well-oiled machine. It's working without you. And now you have these choices. What do you want to do with that business? Do you want to franchise it? Do you want to license it? Do you want to sell it? Maybe you made that decision in the beginning at that foundation level that you wanted to be a legacy business. So how on earth do you put into place the transition over to the next generation? And these are all the fundamentals that we talk about in this ninth pillar of business. Um, So you definitely want to have, once again, some kind of plan. You want to know that there is the path very clearly mapped out. Uh, But it all starts, again, with a little bit of that self-reflection. What is it that you're looking to achieve in the long term?
0: And you talked about the community and the mentorship. And having the mentorship will help you identify your most profitable areas that maybe if you just grew that one area 10%, you are going to have a new multiple of selling your business. So consulting with the experts... Prior to that and in this pillar, that will help you identify getting the most value for your business. And these are elements that you're like, oh man, I maybe should have thought about that a little earlier, but there's still time. There's still time to tweak that to get even a higher multiple for your business. So Scaling your business does require a holistic approach that encompasses every aspect of your company. And focusing on these nine pillars, you can develop a roadmap for growth that aligns you with a vision and your goals. And remember that scaling your business, it takes time, effort, persistence, a lot of patience. A lot of patience, but the rewards are just beyond substantial. So it's worth the pain points that we go through. Uh, You just have to have gratitude along the way and make sure that you're always surrounding yourself with like-minded individuals that will support you and help you grow. So quick recap on our nine pillars. Foundation, mindset, marketing, sales, systems, people, leadership, scale, and next level or exit, whichever you prefer. So, Jody, thank you so much. I think we should go ahead and publish this article. Ryanandjody.com. It's R I A N A N D J O D I E, is Jody. Ryanandjody.com. You can go ahead and click get the article for the nine pillars to elevate and scale your business. And if you're interested even further, you can check out some of our coaching programs that we have to offer. Again, ryanandjodi.com. It's our I-A-N and J-O-D-I-E, Miss Jody Sacco, coming to modeling success. If you would like to grow and scale your business, this is the model you want to emulate to succeed. Jodi, thanks so much for joining us. I truly appreciate it. Thank you, Ryan. It's been a pleasure as usual.